0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Film Hustlers. Here we are Here again we are. after Back a couple again. after a couple of weeks of a break. So, I've got a really interesting story. I was approached by a woman who has been involved with female mariachi for years, and she said, "Hey, I want to do this documentary about the history of female mariachi." I wasn't sure I wanted to do another documentary since I did Almaraz. Mm -hmm. So finally, I kind of read through everything. I called an editor that we know. I called uh, Rich Alarcón, and we talked about the project a little bit. Anyway, I said, "Okay, so this sounds interesting. I'm willing to sort of explore this. So she got my name through Castro de la Rocha, who was an investor and a producer on Almaraz. So I decided to go back and have a conversation with him and with Tom Beers. I said, hey, are you guys interested in this female mariachi thing? Because I am, and I think it could be bigger than our last thing, Um, and can I get your guys' support? (laughs) It's the same thing I always say, right, can I get (laughs) your support? And they were like, yeah, we'll do it, we're we're in. So I was excited because I'm kind of getting the investor band back together from Almaraz, uh, and we took Almaraz and sold that to Netflix. So just to illustrate, I worked with those guys we had a good experience mm-hmm. and I went back to those guys to raise additional funds and they said yes so that was kind of a serendipitous thing right I wasn't sure About making those calls It wasn't positive that they'd want to do it again But I made the calls I had the conversations And it came out super positive So I'm going to be doing the female mariachi documentary uh, And see what happens But it was very exciting because I thought You know, this is territory that we're covering in our podcast Yeah, That would be exciting
1: Davey Dave, what's up with Enfuego?
0: Uh, <laughs> Dude, I if love Enfuego. You guys don't know,
1: Dave is on fire. You you can catch him on <laughs> Enfuego. That's right.
2: Thanks, Teddy, for the shout. Yeah, bro. what's
0: happening on Enfuego? Tell us about it.
2: Oh, you know, Enfuego is just uh, a little platform we've got that tells human interest stories and. You know, I get on there and do my thing, get a little hosting, interview some athletes and you know uh, celebs and stunt people, and you know do little uh, little segments, and it's fun. It's yeah. a lot of fun. We do, got do, a
1: little show coming up, Davey, Dave, and I. Hopefully, yeah. Soon what are you guys doing?
2: Yeah, we got another little segment show. Well, it's, I would call it a show. It's the show. It's we got a show. A, we got a show in, in development. I, could, I guess you could say it's. Yeah. A, um,
1: it's got a it's got a sick
0: title.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be good. It's gonna it's be gonna fun. Be good. It's gonna be fun. It'll be funny. It'll be funny. funny. Do
0: they fly you all over the place to to meet with these teams? Because I saw you, like, in New York. I saw you in different places. Yeah, yeah.
2: Actually, whenever whenever the chance comes up, yeah, he'll send us... um to, uh, you know, we were in New York talking to Kike Hernandez, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, wherever we need to be. um. You
1: need, listen, do you want me to talk to him? You go FC, Davey Dave, you're my guy, you're a film hustler, you go FC and you you stay in a fucking (laughs) suite at the plaza in New York,
2: okay? I I, I, I told him, man, we got to go anywhere that we can just uh, to make uh, our original content because that's what we need
0: yeah well it's looking good i have been following i've been enjoying it i like the posts. i like what you guys are doing so right on i don't know i don't know if that helps anything but i do i do i do it does help i do dig the content it's very cool
2: right on thanks dude and
0: um, and then we also posted on on Instagram that Tootie was on Channel Five KTLA. Man, that was huge! You, yeah, he was. was. You, a you good knocked interview. it out of the park. Yeah, you knocked it out of the park. If you guys want to check it out, you go to uh, go to our Instagram or the to Instagram. his, Insta- his go Instagram. Go to the Instagram. <laughs> go to the Instagram, and we have it. Uh, we have it on there. It was very cool. I yeah, mean, yeah. you 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 seem like a pro. The thing that's interesting about how you put it is that you know we always talk about trying to keep your pitch short keep it tight uh, be understandable you had all that you had like your story put together like i feel like you told it like in a minute
1: i had to had no <laughs> choice
0: you had no choice but you didn't choke and that's the important part yeah. is that when you get your opportunity to be on uh ktla and market your movie you know you got to do it but you did do it but you've been you've been with it for a long time so you, you yeah know. But yeah. I was
1: more nervous about going on K T L A than I was going on Access and going on Extra. Uh, only because <laughs> no, because the because the demo for Access and Extra are like old ladies, midway, you know what I mean? Like yeah, there's no pressure. K T L A is all industry people. It's the oh, most that's true. watched that's true. it's the most watched morning show in LA. And who's in LA is industry people. So it wasn't like you know, I had to be on point. You yeah. And I mean? you
2: were, and you were. You touched it all, man. It was great. Everything. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, everything.
2: And really, like, it was, how long were you on? Like, two, three minutes?
1: Yeah, and Dana, uh, coincidentally, she used to work at Extra when I first got there, uh. so she knew me. Sam wasn't there. Sam's the one who's been, like, kind of pushing for me to go on. Yeah. Uh, and that whole thing about him trying to poach me and all that, it's like <laughs> an ongoing thing. But Dana, <laughs> when, when she saw that I was coming on, you know, it was almost like, oh, my God, because I knew, I haven't seen her in... A decade. Wow. But yeah, I worked with her. So That's it was cool. it was a recap of our time at Extra and then went into the story quickly and-
0: That's exciting, dude. I mean and you know, it's it's an opportunity to to take the films that you do. In your case, look, not everyone has access like that. You they like you, they you've been going there for ten years longer right? than that longer than that yeah. so they know you and any chance you can get to you get to market like uh you got to do it but so. you know
1: what it's all life's all about relationships like it's yeah. all about how you treat people in how you know because i could be going there for two decades and then be an asshole and they're not going to invite me to come on
0: right you know they what love I mean? you
1: they love you yeah and so the same with you know same with that uh access like the yeah, eps true. and them like me you know what i mean and so it was their idea. Like oh, wow. when they found out that I had a movie, it was like, Tootie, why don't you come on and promote your movie? And that's I was cool. like, Fuck, that would be amazing if I could, <laughs> if you want you know what I mean? But it's because it's all about relationships. It's all about, you know, people people if people like you or you know, and you're cool with people, people are gonna want to help you. You know what I mean? That's yeah, in anything. That's if you're true. an asshole and and people are gonna be like that guy's an asshole. I don't wanna what do I get. Dude, care? and
0: you were on access? Yeah. Access did, did pieces And they They, re- they ran those pieces, pieces. Yeah they re-ran those pieces Oh that's yeah. right I mean yeah. that's That's pretty cool man That's, that's like, big That's millions of but people
1: it's, it's not to speak Volumes of my film Because my film's not that good It's, it's just because <laughs> They like me According <laughs> to you yeah. good, They were saying good.
0: On Channel 5 They really liked it She was like It looked great
1: Well I mean It does have let, Four out of five audience, stars Let and, the
0: audience
2: decide exactly, yeah. exactly
0: It's not up to you Whether it's good or bad Too critical Yeah too critical Look, and, and you also did it, filmmaking is not about money. I think we've proved that on yes. this, on this <laughs> podcast. For sure. It's about effort, it's about will, and it's about grit. Can you get it done? Can you tell a story? You know, I mean, it's like, we, it's, it's not interesting to talk about Robert Rodriguez anymore because we're past that time, but, you know, he didn't know any better. He thought... He would watch TV or watch a movie and think, oh, there's just people in front of the camera. He didn't know the rest of it. He eventually figured it out. But if you think about it, it's just people and you and a camera. And now you could use an iPhone. And, you know, did you shoot some of your stuff on iPhone? You did, right?
1: No, not for that. We shot on a camera uh, on a sizzle reel on a proof of concept a few years ago I did an iPad in a standard definition camera with no audio and no lights and it came out pretty damn and good and it came fact, out good yeah I met with the producer last week who I showed it to him and he loved it so he's interested in in taking the feature version that I wrote and developing it
0: so yeah, yeah. I mean we look we we talk a lot we argue a lot on on the show and on, on the show and off the show about <laughs> doing indies and raising money and and Clogging up the system with indies and not indies and the and you've got lifetime and you got Netflix and you got all these people with their machines doing what they need to do getting their data from their shows, but I wouldn't be making I wouldn't have made any movies in my life had I not raised money for my own films mm-hmm. and I made a lot of really bad films. I didn't, I didn't you know everything I have made has not been great. So you know, I look back at some of the stuff I did and think, like, I can't believe I did that. I, I should have done something different. But at the same time, raising the money got me relationships. Like, for instance, I raised the money for a film called East Side back in the day. 98. It was, was $400,000. lot was not a lot of money. I was doing a casting session, and the casting director brought in Mario Lopez.
2: Mm.
0: So we, we met. That's where you met him? Yeah. Wow. We met. We said hello. I cast him. Well, not me, but the, the group of us cast him. Yeah, And when he was in the movie, we became friends. And years later, I can honestly say that if it wasn't for that chance meeting, I may not be a filmmaker at all. Yeah. So had I not raised the money, had I not done that film, had I not met Mario, there's a very good chance I wouldn't be sitting here right now doing this. You know, Maybe something else would have happened. But for sure, that relationship that I built, that friendship I built ended up you know, working out for me in the long run. Look, we've done, I can't speak for everything we've done because it's a lot of stuff, but Mm -hmm. for sure the past five years, it's been three, uh, three uh, movies at, at lifetime and a series at, um, Netflix, at Netflix. Wow. So, yeah so I think the answer is keep going, keep trying, keep doing. there could be a relationship. The movie may not be great in in Tudy's case, he made a great movie, but in our case in my case, <laughs> you know not all my movies were that good, but they did they were steps in the direction, but you made them yeah they were they were films that i made and and they were not you know i, I think my first film my first thing was fifty gram my second thing was two hundred thousand uh east side was 400,000 and then I started going up into the millions. Uh-huh. But I got to say honestly, if I if I'm being honest about raising money, I never thought like when I raised 50, I never thought in a million years that anyone would give me 400,000 or even 200. When I raised 200, I thought there's no it was so hard. I thought there's no way I'm getting four, five. And then I got four. And then I thought the The idea of someone giving me a million was like completely wow. out of out of the realm of possibility, and then that happened, and then two and then three and then four. So it's scary and it doesn't feel like you can do it, and it feels like um, like it'll never happen, and then it happens, and then you're on to whatever you is unattainable next. Mm-hmm. So if you keep going. Uh, you build relationships along the way. You—that's
1: the most important. You notice, know, yeah.
0: I mean, off of what Tootie was saying, you build relationships. You build um, partnerships. You get people to help you. You meet people at KTLA. You meet people at Access that love you and and appreciate what you're doing. And look, and just keep banking that good faith. Bottom line is, if your if your movie was horrible. Access and KTLA would not have invited you on. Yeah. That's for sure. For sure, because there's no way. Like, think of, think about if like you had sex in it or you had like stuff that was, um, um, I don't know, racist, something weird. Yeah. Like they have to know what your movie is before they can market for yeah. you, right? So someone had to either see it. Hey, make sure that we're not you know, yeah, publicizing something that's not great. So obviously, you did your job. You created your relationships, and it ended up being great. I never had. I never had that kind of publicity, uh, except for my wife worked at Entertainment Tonight, and I got a little bit of glow from that <laughs> once in a while. Not as much as you. You got
1: a marriage out of it. What do you mean? That's the wow. best deal you
0: got. The best. The best. Yeah. I mean, I, she's she's much more talented than I am. But I ended up I ended up marrying. Much more now. Yeah. I ended. Yeah. No. Totally. She's she's the best of us for sure. But um, but she did help me a lot with marketing and taught me a lot about about how TV works. But definitely, look all of our roads are different but at the end of the day raising money creating relationships with actors with producers with financiers and i think that's the whole point of this beginning of the show is that if you work with people go back to them if the experience was good go back to them you're not always going to be in perfect standing with everybody that you work with sometimes it's going to fall apart sometimes it's not going to work but If 50% of the time you're ending up in a positive space and you're moving forward, then it doesn't matter. You gotta just keep moving forward. You gotta keep doing what you're doing. And Toody, eventually, you will end up in the system. (laughs) <laughs> regardless of what that system is, you know, regardless of what it is, whether you do it independently and end up bought by Netflix or you do it independently. And then someone goes, Hey, I remember what he did last time. Let's buy into it now before he finishes it. Cause it's going to be marketed and he's going to do a good job. All of those things come into play towards your eventual success. It's not, based on whether it's at a studio or not. And I know we joke about this a lot, but it's mm-hmm. not based on whether you're at a studio or you're in a system or you're not in a system. It's, are you getting it done? Are you doing a good job? Are you learning? And then are you doing enough to be noticed next time? So whatever you do next, people are gonna remember, oh yeah, he was on Access twice. Oh yeah, he was at KTLA. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was marketing. Oh yeah, Mario Lopez was an investor in that. And he got everyone their money back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. stay, stay in the biz, man yeah everyone should keep working hard grind it out grind it out raise the money it's make tough. your movies i started this with I'm, i raised a couple of hundred thousand to do another doc do i want to do it that way no but i'm passionate can't help but yeah. go back and raise money why because it's what i do mm-hmm. i can't stay away from it i try to get out and they pull me back <laughs> back in but i don't know i think that's the key so okay so moving forward we've got beautiful darkness it's a great script um, I did contact an agent about our main actor. Not going to mention who it is because I haven't negotiated it. We've mentioned it on other shows, so you can go <laughs> do the math. Together. Yeah, piece yeah. it together. Uh, but we're going to know about that soon. It's a three-day shoot. We've got our DP, yep. Ryan Galvan, who's actually going to end up being a producer on this. He ended up putting up four or five thousand. Yep. I'm pushing him towards five. I think he said four, <laughs> but let's say five. Yeah. Uh, our show, The Film Hustlers, is going to be putting a little bit of money in whatever. Whatever you guys, you know, mm-hmm. feel comfortable with feel them. comfortable putting in. Um, well, our Modelo bill isn't as high as well. It the, it, <laughs> dude, all <laughs> that all, of that, all of that money that was being spent on drinks and chips and it, salsa, it's going Pink towards taco the film. Was
1: pretty fun, but I mean, fun. it did cost us a lot. Dude, of money. It, it, all of
0: our all all of our money that we would get from Russ went directly into beers, <laughs> tequila, and salsa.
2: <laughs> Sometimes away. we
0: would buy people meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to be putting in money ourselves, which is from the show. We're going to ask Russ. We've got a guy that we're going to call today, Jose Manuel, who, um, you know, we're going to test it out, test the waters, see if we can get an old investor. He actually worked on um, Almaraz with me, too. But I'm going to save him for this. I'm not going to ask him about.
1: You already got the money for this other dog. Use it for beautiful darkness.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's let's go for beautiful darkness. Okay. Do it. So... We're going to make this call, and you guys listen in and see what happens. Strategy. It's all strategy. Good, David, Dave? Bueno, bueno. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got um, Jose Manuel on the phone here. Welcome to um, Film Hustlers. i got Tootie here, who's the director-writer of A Beautiful Darkness. I've got uh, David Dave here, who's producing Beautiful Darkness. Uh, Jose Manuel and I uh, have a history. We are involved with Mario and the tequila with, with Oscar. Yep. Uh, Jose Manuel runs many businesses. He uh, he has a production company called Grand Enterprises, which does a bunch of TV stuff. He uh, executive produced Carlos Almaraz, Playing with Fire, which we sold to Netflix. Um, and he's a good friend of mine. And we've, we seem to have done some good business together, I think, right?
3: Well, I... Um I always, I always want to think that relationships bring a lot of projects together, and there's more opportunities. I think I see it as a positive. When you go back and and try to do something new, is because it was productive, it was a good thing, and every time you get invited into a new project with the same company or or person, um, I look at it as a positive. So,
0: well, I appreciate that. I think uh, your history and your success, like it seems like everything you touch turns to gold. There's not a lot of Business people like that—that that every business that they're involved with seems to be flourishing and doing well. You're in Vegas, just to let people know, and you do um, you do a multitude of businesses. I know that you're involved with the fight business too. How is that going for you? Are you enjoying that?
3: You know what? I I, I gotta tell you, um, when I was in the music industry, I thought that being part of music was like best thing ever. And then uh, Oscar De La Hoya asked me one day. If I, if I could help him manage a fighter that moved from Japan. And I said to him, I said, uh, well, you know, I love boxing, but I don't know how to deal with the boxer. Oh, he's a great guy, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay. I said, who is it? He goes, uh, it's Jorge Linares. So I was a huge fan of this kid who was uh, originally born in Venezuela and moved to Japan at the age of 16. He was fluent in Japanese. And I was always intrigued, like how did he get there? So he ended up signing with Golden Way Promotions, moves to Las Vegas. I manage him, and uh, and that's how I got involved in the boxing world.
0: And um, and you're enjoying it?
3: You know what, uh, Mark? This is uh, this is the one sport that uh, just sucks you in, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and, I, and I couldn't tell you why, it, you know, it seems like you gain kids every time you sign a new fighter. And, you know, for me, it's, uh, it's about the relationship with the fighter. And uh, each each fighter comes, obviously, from different parts of the world. And, and it, it, you know, everyone has a different story, different background. Uh, but at the end of the day, this is the one sport where there's, there's two guys um, in the middle of the ring and they're just, uh, hit, you know, hitting each other. Yeah,
1: wow. Lenars is one of my favorite fighters. By the way, that he's such great. a beautiful dude. It's it's like it's like art watching that guy box. His his punches are so smooth, and his movement is so smooth. He's amazing.
3: He fights this upcoming Saturday in Russia. Oh, nice! And it's my first fight that I'm not going to be with him since 2016.
1: Why aren't you going? It's in Russia. Well,
3: <laughs> there's <laughs> a war going on over there, Roberts. I don't know if you're
1: familiar with it.
3: Well. You know, having that having that American passport is a, it's a beautiful thing, but uh, not in this particular um, time. And he has a, a Venezuelan passport, so it seems like they're going in and out, not problem. But uh, me holding uh, an American passport with the Russian visa is not a good thing today.
0: Right. Thank you, Teddy. That's right. I, uh, I, I I forgot myself there for a minute. But look, uh, congratulations on on all of your businesses. I don't. You know, we'll have to have you on one day when we're just talking to you about all the things that you do because it is fascinating, all the different areas that you're involved with. But I wanted to call you and talk to you about uh, Beautiful Darkness, and I'm wondering if you got the opportunity to either read the script or listen to the audio of it.
3: I, I did hear the audio.
0: What did you think?
3: Yes. Well, I think you were kind of sexy when yeah. you're. When you're <laughs> <laughs> you got a little side hustle. When I'm, yeah. in, when I'm in character. You know, it was like one of those 1 um, 800 numbers back in the day. <laughs> wow, you just dated yourself. But yeah, I guess I did.
0: Um, but I, I hope you liked it because, um, you know, we're talking to. Titty wrote it and he's directing it. And when I went to you with Almaraz, I went to you last. Um, and you stepped in and you, uh, you helped our movie and we ended up, you know, making a beautiful film that we sold to, to um, Netflix. This time I'm coming to you first because I felt like it related to you. And also when we met with the actor that we want to play Mendoza, I realized that you know him. So I'm coming to you and, and I'm saying we'd like Grand Enterprises to executive produce this movie. And to come in and and be part of it, and uh, financially, and also you know uh, creatively.
3: Yeah, it was a small world, obviously, and uh, he's a big boxing uh, fan, and uh, he he comes to our fights, and and this character, um, you know, when I heard the script, I was like, this is this is perfect, and 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 knowing him personally, I was excited that I could do uh, something like an executive producer for one of his films, so. So, thank you for the invitation. So,
0: Jose, I guess the question is, can we count on you to be our executive producer and also finance a portion of the movie?
3: I'll be uh, happy to be part of this project. Oh, nice. Yes, yeah, there, right there we go! Bring out the tequila! <laughs> 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 well,
0: look, uh, we're excited to have you. I told these guys that, you know, not only you bring a wealth of knowledge in the industry you have music people you have camera people and uh, and that you're going to bring a lot to the project in addition to knowing you know our lead actor I think uh, you're going to make this really special so I just want to thank you for joining us on the film we're going to be shooting it probably uh, late January early February depending on schedules and uh, and we'll be calling you back just to start the creative process okay
3: excited for the opportunity to work with all of you guys and uh, and I hope this is uh, one of many
1: Absolutely.
0: Right Thank
3: on. you Thanks, for saying, bud. man. Appreciate
0: it. Appreciate it. yeah. Good luck to uh, your fighter on Saturday.
3: I hope you guys are watching. <laughs> we
0: will be. be. We All will right, be. Bye. Talk soon. Thank you.
1: Thank you, bud. Thank you. So that was good, Roberts. We saw Roberts
0: in action, Davey. Very Dave. Nice. What did you think? I'm That's impressed. the first time. I mean, I, I want to say I cheated a little bit because I know him and I've worked with him. We still got to ask him for money, still, and he
2: did. Still got to open the pocketbook, man. Yeah. yeah. I
0: didn't want to... You know, I'm going to go back and talk to him about numbers, the numbers. You know, because I didn't want to embarrass him on, on uh, online here. But I'll come back next week and tell you how much he's going to be in for. But I believe that he'll be in for half of it. Nice, oh, wow. And uh, and we'll be able to collect hopefully the other half from other. Um, so that half, investors. that half's
1: going to be the writing and directing fee, correct? It, I think it's only <laughs> the producer's fee. <laughs>
0: residuals <laughs> now. Um, but now it's exciting so we got an investor yeah we got one finally there we go That again that was an easy call because we know each other we've worked together he's experienced you know uh, work with me and you know if, if you're listening that's a good way to do it by the way I, I didn't work with him in film before I worked with him with a tequila company yeah so when I first got called him about Amara's it was a cold call That had nothing to do with what we were doing together, right? But we knew each other. So I guess my point is if you have business people that know you, know your work, uh, have good relationships with you, then you can call and have phone calls like that, that feel natural and and where there's a mutual respect and, you know, where you ask for what you need and that person either steps up or gives you a good reason why not.
1: You know, it was really great that he said... I don't know if you. Caught, I mean, obviously, you guys got this. It's not about. It wasn't about the profit. It's about the people you work with mm-hmm. and the experience you had. That we just, was like the were first. were talking
0: about that earlier in the in the show. Yeah, relationships, relationships.
1: and. Um, what did you refer to it as, David? Dave. Uh, uh, banking the good
2: faith. Banking the good faith. Banking the good but
1: faith. But that was the first thing he said to you. He said it wasn't about. I don't know if it was in the right words, but it was more more or less like it was about the experience and it was about the process and working with people you like. Yeah. Well,
0: and again, it goes back to what we talk about on the show a lot. I think you have to be transparent. You have to be honest. You have to, you know, do what you say, say what you do, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and I think people appreciate that. Um, it's not always going to be perfect, but I think the bottom line is if you treat people with respect and do what you say you're going to do and not waste their time or their money, then you end up in a good place. Speaking of time and money, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about Russ Emanuel and com. Yes. That's right. extrememusic.com is an amazing website. I, don't even, I, I can't even tell you. It, it must be hundreds of thousands of, of composers, right? And recently we did, well, you did your movie, yeah. Made in Mexico, and you used all extreme music, yeah. right? So if you, if you go watch Made in Mexico and you rent it on Vudu or you rent it on Amazon or you rent it on iTunes. Apple. It Apple. So if you go rent it, a lot of that music that's in there is from extreme and by the way, it fits it like a glove, as yeah. if someone composed it for your movie. Yeah, and you just pulled it from the site.
1: Yeah, Rich Alicon, he put it. You know, he was my editor. He he, I gave him access to the account, and he went to town and did some great work.
0: And someone else that we had on the show, um, Joel High, did yeah. your music supervision. Yep, right. And he Sammy once, Posner and Joel High. Sammy Posner and Joel High. Yeah. Once you picked all your music and decided I want it in the movie. They went to Russ and yep. negotiated a, a very, very good deal because... Because
1: Russ is a great
0: guy. Because he's a great guy. You not know. because he's a sponsor. of the show, Well, that, that,
1: but Russ is a great guy. And he has, great, he has good hot sauce. Remember the hot sauce? I didn't yeah, get yeah. the hot sauce. You didn't yeah. get the hot sauce. Oh, me shame. and Davey David. David got by great the way, spirit.
0: he hasn't sent us a present for Christmas in <laughs> Oh, a come on. Of years. Well, it's not Christmas yet. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to expect some of this. Russ, you got to get us something. Bonus. No, but by the way, we're very grateful to him. Absolutely. We wouldn't be doing the show without him. Um, but uh, but yeah, extrememusic.com all your music needs. I used it on stepping into the holiday. some of the most beautiful music in our, in our movie. Besides the Cesar Vega composed music came from extrememusic.com. So if you're doing a project, commercial, any kind of short, any type of content, go to Extreme Music, open your account, pick your music, and notice that when you pay for it, you won't be paying like you're paying a huge composer with all these instruments and all these uh, musicians to pay. You'll be paying a, a reasonable amount. And you'll be able to get this very special music in your show okay i think the phone calls to get money for our movie will be a little bit more complicated than that in the future so tune in you know we'll get some more investors on the line we'll talk to some people um, that you know maybe say no to us it's gonna be hard because i think we're just really good at raising money maybe
1: well, I think you're really good at raising money. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, that's your buddy and you guys work together, but it was Still. pretty seamless, dude. You said, hey, can I count? Like, hey, can we count on you? Are you in? Well, that's a key like, thing, yes, right? I am. You
0: reach out your hand to someone and you say, can I count on you to help me? And, you know, if they're a person of their word, they will shake your hand and say, like, yeah, you can count on me yeah. for, you know, a certain amount of money. Um, like I said, I'll let you guys know what he's going to be in for, but I believe it'll be about half. Nice. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll do more phone calls next time. And it was great to see you guys again. It, it was a couple of weeks off. I hope everyone had a happy holiday and Turkey Day and all that. Absolutely. And, and uh, we'll be moving into Christmas and all that uh, coming up. But we'll definitely see you next week. And thanks again for listening to Phil Hustlers.
1: There you go, Roberts. You almost missed it. <laughs> the- almost <laughs> at the end, David. Did you catch that? <laughs> I did. I did. You're good. Hey, what does he look like? You had a picture of him?